This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Hello and welcome to Facing Fate. It's me, your Game Master, Russ Moore. We're getting very close to the end of Season 1, with only two episodes left after today, and everything in story is coming to a head. We sincerely hope that you've been enjoying Season 1 of Facing Fate, Lunacorp, and we can't wait to share details with you about Season 2. It's going to be an entirely different story, entirely different characters, again following a darker and grittier story than most are familiar with with our works with Dungeons & Dragons. We're really hoping to tell some amazing stories with some amazing characters and have a lot of fun while doing it. If you'd like to be one of the first ones to hear about Season 2, come join us over on Patreon, patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast, where patrons get early access to all things Facing Fate, as well as a whole bunch of other amazing bonus content. One-shots, an exclusive actual play podcast titled The Adventures of, DM'd by our very own Tom Laird. If you can't do that, we totally understand. But ask that you do share us with your friends. If you share us with the hashtag FacingFateCast over on Twitter, your name could be used as a character in Season 2. But I think that's all I have for today, so we'll get on with the episode here for you. Have a great week, and we'll talk soon. Facing Fate, Season 1, Lunacorp, Day 6, Part 2. Lunacorp main base is under attack by an infected group of individuals. Strike Team Alpha, Lunacorp's primary clean sweep detail, is on mission to Lunacorp main base to find those that are determined uninfected and bring them safely back to Earth and exterminate the rest. After making first contact, Strike Team Alpha has been in contact with Rainia Samuth, Dr. Juliana Dovejoiner, and Oscar Bloom, but the facility workers have refused to tell the soldiers where they are within the facility. Consulting their blueprints, the Strike Team determines how best to find these hopefully uninfected workers and carry out their operation to the fullest extent. The majority of the infected are probably going to be found in the dormitories. Who wants to go with me and um, clean up? I feel like we need at least two squads. So how do we want to split up? Well, Tormund and I will stay... Here, I mean, somebody's got to get you guys out of here when we're done, right? Makes sense. Yeah, I don't. 
I don't go and clean up. I just drop you in and get you out. Well, that's all right. That's why they brought me. You know, I do the old bang, bang. Came out different than I <laughs> anticipated. Anyone want to go shoot some zombies with me? Uh, Serena looks to you and says, well, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll come with you there. All right. Yeah. Let's go. What are you packing? Heat, motherfucker. All right, heat packer. You know where we're going? You looked at the blueprints? Uh, yep. If, uh, if I remember correctly, we're going to come out from here. We're going to take a right um, down the hallway. Lickety chickety boo. I'll take your word for it. Lickety chickety boo. <laughs> packing heat. Here we go. Bang, bang. Dang, almost as annoying as I am. All right, let's yeah. go. This is going to be good. It's going to be real fun. It's going to be great. All right, uh, Nash, you uh, you done sleeping? You ready to go here? He uh, wipes the sleep from his eyes as he steps off the the transport. He says, "Yeah, what are we? What are we doing?" <laughs> I mean, usual drill, bag him and tag him, pretty much. Right. So where did they go? Yeah, which way were you guys going? <laughs> we're already walking away. The dormitories. We're gonna go take them out one by one. Why don't you guys blow some shit up? All right, we'll go the other way, and we'll uh, we'll meet you around the back. Nash comes down the walkway and picks up a large bag that's placed down at the bottom. And says, "I guess we're gonna need these then." I mean, you say that like it's a bad thing, Nash. I like to fix people. Yeah, but you know these guys can't be fixed. I know. Some someday, maybe. Uh, not if we keep putting holes in their head. Well, I mean, we did talk to those other people that don't sound infected, so maybe you can help them out if we find them. That'd be good. All right. You two going to be okay here? Yeah, we're fine. I also have a sidearm. She's good. I'll just wait in the ship. It'll be fine. Team A heads out towards the dormitories. With uh, Rosie Adams and Serena Medina. All right, well, I'll follow you. All right, try to keep up. You make your way down a long main hallway that splits off into other rooms. You uh, you tell me what you do as you're going through. I check the doors. Um, I peer around corners, essentially quickly clearing rooms as we go. You do so. You get to one long hallway and you check your blueprints and it leads down to the facility operating equipment slash facility control. And the next turn that you know, based on the blueprints, is down to the dormitories. All right, it's just up here and to the right. All right, well, should probably go, uh, I guess they'll get it with the bombs and stuff, back to facility control. Well, gosh, I hope so. It's called doing your fucking job. Right, everybody's so harsh in this this team. Listen, it it's not all sunshine and lollipops here. I don't know if you know that, but, like, puppies and kittens grow up to be dogs and cats who grow old and die. All right, yep, you got it. Watch your six. You head down the long hallway towards the dormitories, and... Um, as you approach the door, um, you, you're wearing like, 
not head yeah probably headlamps and well, yeah, we flashlight cut the power, on your, so we... yeah you've got flashlight on your on your gun um, you reach the door to the dormitory and it is silent do you hear anything no no you ha- you haven't said anything in a while so I thought maybe you were kind of come up with something witty to say no do you hear anything in there oh right yeah she goes up to Serena goes up to the door and yeah it sounds sounds quiet that seemed kind of odd to you for a dormitory filled with infected yeah yeah no that doesn't seem very good kind of ominous kind of yeah. Yeah. Um, so what's the game plan here, Skip? <laughs> well, Tiger. Um, <laughs> Slugger. I think. Uh, I radio back just, I assume we're on like a little closed yeah. loop radio and I radio back and say, this is Team A, we're at the dormitory and everything's quiet here. So either they all killed each other or something bad's gonna happen. Well, they're in various stages of infection, so maybe they're just haven't quite turned yet. You know, there's that quiet period before they go fucking mental. Oh god, I hate killing them when they're in their quiet period. Alright, Chief, you gonna open this door? Let's do this, Scout. And I I slowly, very stealthily open the door. Is there a window or anything in this door? Like, you know how there's... Yeah, oh yeah, there's definitely oh, a window. Oh, I want to peek through the window. God damn it. You look through the window, you see um, emergency, like the blue emergency lighting all along the floor. Um, you can see far corner, just kind of on the edge of the, the window, could be either a blanket or a, a body that's laid on the floor. All right, the hallway looks basically clear. One unknown. Let's move in. Um, So you two begin pulling at the door, and you hear as it kind of cracks open, you hear a loud thud from the other side of the door. Well, I think initial reaction would be to let the door close. As you let the door close, an arm shoots out right in front of you and tries to grab your face. You see an infected person screaming and gnarled, black veins streaked all over their face as they are trying to reach for you through the door. You see and hear more coming down the hallway behind. This is the part that Rosie loves. She, (laughs) when they're totally turned like this, she totally has desensitized herself and... Uh, with her quick, stealthy reflexes, she grabbed the arm to pull the body halfway through, trapping it as the door is closed. With her other hand, I grab my sidearm and quickly shoot it in the head. Make a weapons or guns or whatever, whichever one you have. I'm gonna guns, guns it. Ooh, it's a five. You do so. You shoot it in the the black ichor shoots all over the floor, and coming in behind it, crawling over them, you see three more, and they're prying the door open towards you. 
Serena begins firing, and you are staring down a horde of zombies that are prying their way through this door. Nash and Ash, Nash Harrison and Ash Mendoza, um, with uh, explosive devices on them, begin heading out from the hangar. So, uh, it's been a while since I've had to do this part of it. How often do we gotta place these things? Uh, well, we gotta put them down about every 150 feet or so. Right, 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 right. He pulls one out and says, uh, he's looking at it. I can't remember the, uh, the combo. Is it up, up, down, down, A, B... Back, well, you missed start. some left, right, left, right. Left, right. Okay, you, you, you. Do, I'll just hand them to you, and you can, you can set them. You're cool with that. I know. I mean, literally, all you do is you, you turn the knob and you flick the switch, and then it's in the ready position. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Like the, I mean, I know you're not used to doing this stuff, but like we've been over this multiple times. You have to remember this stuff after a while. Okay. Got it. Yep. Switch. Flicked. Stick. All right, keep your eyes up there, knife boy. I'm on it. Don't you worry about it. You head into the power distribution center and set your explosive. Heading back out into the hallway, make a check. What kind of check? Alertness. Alertness. That is a four for me. You hear... What sounds like a call for help and faint footsteps coming from up ahead. Uh, we'll do a little investigation. Would that be would that be something I'd be able to do? Absolutely. Uh, that is a three. Nash notices that you've kind of stopped and you're listening. He said, "What do you what what's going on?" I thought I heard footsteps and a cry for help. Nash turns his his good ear towards the hall and the footsteps are now getting louder. He's like, yeah, I hear it. Yeah, that's definitely footsteps. He puts his hand to his uh, to his sidearm and coming around the corner at full tilt as you, the voice gets louder, screaming for help. He says, somebody, somebody, please, please. You see uh, a man dressed in a, a lab coat and Behind him, you begin to hear growls as two infected come running behind him. Get down! The man sees you and ducks his head and kind of tumbles down as he as he's running forward and is now crawling quickly along the floor. Uh, Ash has already got out his throwing knives and he's letting loose. Make a weapons check. Seven. So you're throwing two knives? There are two infected? Uh, yes, one at a time. Okay. I'm not that good that I can throw two at once and hit moving targets. Yeah, it was another year of training that you didn't quite get right. to. You were too impatient. Yeah. Too impatient. Um, okay, give me... Uh, yeah, no, that's fine. You throw them both. They Where do they strike them? Uh, the left uh, zombie is hit right in the right in the eye. And the right zombie, middle of the forehead. These two blades fly over top of this lab-coated man and strike into the one that hits in the eye, sinks deep into the socket, and is like almost the full hilt of this throwing blade. The other one pierces into the skull 
kind of sideways. It knocks it down, but you see it's still moving. The man runs forward and says, Who are you? Are you here to help us? Well, we're here to take care of this problem, that's for damn sure. Uh, Nash walks over to the one that's still moving and fires around into its head. Says, what are... What's happening? Where did you come from? Uh, Where are these things coming from? Uh, well, that's... It was, is, Gerard and Daryl, and they were with me in the lab. They were quarantined because they came back with some weird... I don't know, bacteria, and then they started, like, hitting their heads on glass trying to attack us and themselves, and and then they turned into this. Yeah, we're, we're very familiar with these. Uh, we need to get you back to the ship, and that you'll be safe there while we continue on the way through. Great, great. I'm, I'm, I'm Franklin. Hi, Franklin. I'm Ash. This is Nash. Let's go. Is every, everybody's name rhyme? No. Oh, Otherwise, geez. yours would rhyme as well. Well, I wasn't part of your team. Like, but you will doesn't be matter. Canonically, it would work. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. He uh, follows you back to the hangar. Uh, Bianca, we uh, we found this guy. He was running from a couple infecteds. Uh, we took care of them, but we need to leave him here with you while we go and clean the area. Are you out. sure he's all right? I mean, he seems like it. Nashir gave him the once over on the way back. Okay. Why don't you, uh, just go hang out over there? Yeah, uh, just over, over just here? Yeah, Franklin, just, you'll be safe here. Oh, okay, great. He goes and he sits down in the corner. All right, Bianchi, you got this? Yeah, for sure. Let me, uh, let me keep eyes on you, though. Hey, buddy? Yeah, no, that's, that's cool. All right, we just, like, don't even need any more words. We just turn around. We're already going the other way. So, uh, you deal with this kind of thing often? Yep, this is our bread and butter. Oh, it's new for me. Hmm, probably pretty scary, huh? A little bit, a little bit. How'd you get away from them? I ran. Oh. They were behind glass, and then they broke the glass, and I ran faster than they did for, at least until I ran into... These two, he threw knives. Yeah, yeah, that's his thing. It's a bit, like, showy, you know? Like, just shoot a gun, but Yeah, whatever. usually when you come around the corner, you see, like, they, they've got, like, the, the big guns for this sort of thing. Like, yeah, yeah, not Ash. He's, kind of uh, fancies himself kind of a ninja. Oh, mm-hmm. a ninja. Yeah, cool. exactly. How about you? You, you got ninja skills? No, no. I uh, dedicated my life to more important stuff, like flying and being rad. They okay with the uh, the DT shakes you got going on there? Well, you get the job done. Doesn't really matter. Cool. But I go into my pocket and like dig around and find another pill. Put it in my mouth. Random pills. Cool. Back down to Ash and Nash. You've made it down to the laboratory, so a couple more rooms past where you were, and you see um, more or less the description of uh, the scene that played out with Franklin, who you just saw. There's smashed glass and the black ichor blood all over the place in this room. The hell happened in here, Nash? Uh, well, 
if this is the place where that 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 doctor came from, like he's uh, not wrong in that they looks like they maybe smashed their faces through the glass to try and get to him. I mean, we know these things are aggressive, but is that is that normal behavior? No, no, these things. If that's what they did, normally they 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 have kind of a, a sedate thing until they can like smell you or get close to you. Hmm. So do you think we're we're working with like a different strain of this or maybe just like this is a crazy one-off? Uh, well, I'm sure we'll find out once we make it down to the dorms, but let's hope it's let's hope it's a one-off. All right, Ash twists and flicks the the next explosive, sticks it on the wall. All right, let's go. As you exit the room, you hear the sound of gunfire echoing through the halls. And we flash back to the dorm, and there is now a pile of infected, and they're managing to crawl up and over themselves. Some of them using their fingers to dig deep into, like, the crevices into the the cracks in the wall and pull themselves forward and are now pouring into the hallway. We're trying our best to bottleneck them at this door that is, like, semi-open, but there. There's yeah. fallen infected that have been shot, so we're essentially trying to get them as they come out as we slowly start to, like, retreat a little bit as they gain. But we continue to just, like, pop them in the head. Make a weapons check. I'm going to weaponize the shit out of this. Five. You two are firing off rounds, but they're just... They're pushing away the the ones that you're killing, um, and the mass that's before you, it's making hard to target the head. And two of them manage to get free and begin crawling and climbing towards you. One of them gets shot by Serena as it's coming close to you. The other grabs hold of her arm and is going to bite her. Um, I... Quickly, it's... I assume we're close together. It's um, a hallway, yeah. so yeah. Uh, I take the butt of my gun and I smash it into the face of the infected. It's going to be weapon. Uh, I hate this game. One. You hit it, but it doesn't move it off. It like glances off its forehead and it sinks its teeth deep into her arm and she lets out a loud scream. She takes two stress. I look at her and we lock eyes for a moment. And I say, oh, shit, I'm sorry. And I turn my gun on her. Whoa, whoa, wait. What's we don't know if he bit into the arm. There's, there's still, like, a suit here, no? I pause for a minute, and I turn back to the zombie, and I shoot the zombie in the head. That's biting her arm. Roll me a weapons. Or gun. Oh, my God! Three. It was that good? <laughs> yes, that's my, oh, it's so good roll noise. Um, you're basically point blank, so you fire it off. Um, you see it, You see the the infected fall um, and you look down at her arm 
Um, the sleeve is torn, but underneath there's a, a what you guys wear is a fine mesh, which acts as a second skin um, that doesn't look like it was pierced. See? Maybe don't point your gun at me first go. Hey, you got lucky. Let's get out of here. Yeah, maybe let's fall back as more are now pouring in and crawling quickly. Yeah. Make an athletics check as you run down the hall. I refuse. How about it's a one? I might die. I might not even be in the next episode, you guys. Um, You are caught on the ankle by one of these that's crawling quickly along the floor, and you fall down. Serena runs a few steps forward, looks back and sees you, and fires her weapon, and misses into the fray. Christ on a cracker! I, I flip around and lean up and um, with the butt of my gun, I'm not going to be able to shoot it. Start hitting it. Make a weapons check. To get it off. Get it off, get it off. Oh, thank God. Uh, that's a four. You hit it, but at a cost. So, you hit it, but it, where your, your pant leg meets your boot, it reaches and uh, like scratches your skin as you crush in its skull. Serena grabs you by the arm and pulls you down the hall and says, Come on, let's hurry up! You hear the screaming of the infected running behind you as you make it to the far door to the hallway down to the dormitories, and the two of you begin to close it and make a strength check. Okay, what's well, zero? You stumble as you're doing this, flustered in what's happened. You're pushing the door, Serena pushing a little more, and a hand shoots out from the door and tries to reach for your hand. I, I quickly back up. Serena steps back and shoots and then says, Come on, help me! Help her shoot or help her push the door closed. Push the door closed. She goes back to push the door. <sighs> it's a one. Uh, the door slides shut as you see the mass of zombies slam into the door that was just closed. You alright? Yeah. Sorry about that. Okay. These are these aren't like any of the other ones that we've dealt with. No, they're fast and they're angry. Like fuck. Like, I mean they're always angry, but these ones seem like they're 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 thinking. Know. Yeah. Let's get out of here. Let's go help the others. Back in the hangar. Bianca says, and that's why my favorite movie is Top Gun. I, I, yeah, I really like the first one. The second one was, was my favorite, though. Huh. Yeah. I literally never heard someone say that before. I mean, he was, he should have been promoted so many times over. Mm -hmm. I mean, I agree with that, but. I mean, he could have been fired so many times over. Mm -hmm. And he wouldn't die. But you just can't capture that, like, hot homoeroticism of a young Tom Cruise and a young Val Kilmer playing volleyball. I mean. Did did you not see that volleyball? They they, they CGI'd in extra pecs? Yeah, I, I don't go for that. That's fair. I thought that the, the flight, you know, was pretty cool, though. Anyways, ne- neither here nor there. 
Uh, make an alertness check. Five. You hear from the uh, door to the hangar out into the base um, the sound of a... Well, you by this point, you've been hearing gunfire for quite a while now. Um, but you hear kind of a closer thud. Hey, Torman, you want to get out here? He... You hear him slowly walk down the steps. Yeah, what's up? You keeping the doctor company? Yeah, I just heard something outside the door, though. So you want to go check that out? Do I want to go check? That's why I'm waiting in the ship, so I don't have to check things out. Why don't you send the doctor to go check it out? He's probably infected already anyways. Franklin, you infected? Nah, yeah, Franklin's not infected. No, He's cool. I don't think so. Who's this guy? Oh, this is my my co-pilot, Tormy. Mm. Yeah, he's a real pussy. He won't even go check and see what's at the door. Make a rapport check. Okay. To see if my jerkiness somehow convinces him to do what I want. I do have strong rapport, so it might. Well, you know what? He might find it charming. It's just our, like... It's your witty banter. It's your bit. Plus three... So, it's, it's your bit. He's a pussy. You call him out on it. <laughs> Everyone loves it's a it. Four. Love it. Fuck. In fact, it's great. Fine, I'll go check. Just by the door here. I don't know. I heard a thud or something. All right. He goes and he walks over, and there's a uh, there's a vehicle near the door, and he goes and walks to the door and uh, looks out. I don't, I don't see anything. Comes back, and as he's walking by the vehicle, he, both of you hear another thud, rather. Okay, well, I definitely heard that one. Did you hear that one? No, you might want to go check it out. Yeah, great. Okay, well, yeah. I mean, I don't want to deal with an infected. You want to deal with an infected? No, I was waiting in the... Never mind. Don't want... I've already been over it. It's fine. I'll go look. Um, he goes around the side of the the truck, and you see a woman jump out with a wrench and clock him in the side of the head. Tormund, what the fuck? Oh, God, what's happening? Is she infected? Franklin, you stay the fuck there. And I, I go over and, like, try and pull this lady off him. Like, lady, what the fuck? Are you infected? Do I look fucking infected to you? Well, I don't know. You don't have a great attitude. I don't have a great attitude? Yeah, we're here. Have you seen the infected out there? This is much more than an attitude problem. And you know what? I don't think that you even know what you're really here for. So if you can get the fuck out of my way, I'm going to get the fuck off this ship. Bianca, you feel a sharp poke in the side of your neck. What the? Jesus, we're here to save you. You feel suddenly woozy, and you fall over, and you see two other people standing beside the truck that's beside you there. Just in your haze, you see one of them hit Torment again on the head, and he appears to go unconscious as you black out. Rosie and Serena, you make it back to the hangar, and you see the truck pulling away. Holy fucking shit. <laughs> we open fire, aiming at the wheels. You see your two um, crewmates knocked out on the ground. 
you aim wide, but then as you focus a little clearer, you see two people standing, holding on to the back of this transport truck as you try and follow it out. I start aiming at the people. Make your guns. In in the legs. Legs. I'm aiming for legs. Uh, I don't do well because this is only a three. Serena goes over to check on uh, Bianca and Tormund, and you begin firing wildly in a bit of a panic from your previous state, adrenaline pumping. You see them drive off, and you notice these two people are not dressed in suits that are holding onto the back of this truck. Uh, as and and they're obviously leaving the compound and going out. Yep. I um I take oh I stop and I steady myself and I take a little bit of a better aim uh, as I realize that those are infected that have popped on the back. Sure. Cool. And it's six. You strike one in the leg, but it doesn't seem to really move or notice it. And they're out of range now. Oh, shit. I turn back toward my crew, and I'm like, what the fuck happened here? I tried to revive Bianca. I slap her a bunch of times. Let's just... Nash and Ash come back into the chamber. Uh, oh, oh, what? What happened? My sentiments, exactly. These people came in here, trashed the place, Took the or took our pilots down and left with a vehicle with two infected hitched in a ride on the back. Ah, oh, shit. Uh, okay, we've set charges on half the base, but we gotta. Do we just gotta blow this thing and leave? What's, what's the plan here? Well, it doesn't look like the infected are bothered at all by the lack of atmosphere outside. So, man, I don't know. We either have to blow this whole fucking thing up, or you hear. Screams coming from down the hall. Clawing at the walls and smashing of glass as you hear the infected coming closer to the hangar. I look at Ash and I go, half is pretty good. Half's a pass. Let's let's get on the ship. And I try to, like, revive Bianca. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm up. I'm up. Can you fly this thing? Uh, yeah, I can fly this thing. What the hell happened? I don't know. We'll and then I hear the discuss like. Discuss it on the way out. Let's get the. Let's get out of here. You all climb back aboard the ship and begin to fire it back up. When you hear fast footsteps and things crawling aboard the ship, the rear gate is going up, and Serena takes aim at some of the oncoming infected, but is surprised by one of them as it reaches in from the closing gate and begins to pull at her leg. You turn to see her fall, hit her head on the gangplank, and get dragged out as the ship begins to move forward, as she's pulled back by three more infected into the hangar. Facing Fate, Season 1, Lunacorp. Day 6, Part 2. With your game master, Russ Moore, and players Amy Moore, Carla Maxted, and Tom Laird. Theme music by Eli McElveen. All other music by Kevin McLeod of incompetech.filmmusic.io. Artwork by Kessie Rilinicki. 
The game system used is Fate Core by Evil Hat Productions. Our supporting producers are Christian Brown, Creighton's Raven, Devin Michaels, Gabriel Lynch, Jacob Madden, Joshua Dixon, and Cat Waterflame. Follow and share episodes to your friends on Twitter at FacingFateCast or Facebook.com slash FacingFateCast. Become a patron of Dumb Dragons Productions today to support Facing Fate and hear the entire first season, as well as becoming the first to hear future seasons and join monthly hangouts with the cast. Visit and join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. A Dumb Dragons Production. The Fable and Folly Network where fiction producers flourish. Were you accused of a murder enacted by supernatural forces beyond your control? Yeah. Are you seeking a multi-figure gold settlement for damages to your business? Yes. Are you a young entrepreneur seeking justice for the murder of a family member that would be here if you were better at your job? Yeah. <laughs> Hello, I'm Thomas Phelps. I am the attorney, along with my assistants, of Phelps, Oz, Mogbile, and Felcher, and we want to help you get justice. Our expert legal services are available for a modest fee. But not too modest. I got a family to feed. As a bot, I don't eat, but I do have a hunger. A hunger for justice. And that hunger drives us to work for you, future client. From investigation to sentencing, we've got you covered for everything from public urination. Oh, yeah. To murder in varying degrees. Don't look at me. The attorneys of Phelps, Oz, Mogbile, and Felcher care about families. That's why they work quickly to help get this daddy off. I was blown away. My business was in trouble after an unfortunate case of property damage. But the attorneys of Phelps, Oz, Mogbile, and Felcher helped set things right with a hefty gold settlement. So come on down to the law offices of Phelps, Oz, Mogbile, and Felcher. Located in the old Biscayne Boys building. In Eastern Orgea. Just follow the podcast highway signs for Dungeons and Drimbus and take the season three exit. The attorneys of Phelps, Oz, Mogbio, and Felcher are not responsible nor liable for any of the following that may be incurred while working on your case. Sudden death, loss of limb, heartbreak, the use of magic to secure evidence, the wrath of an interdimensional being, urinary bladder infection, nausea, depression, the sudden desire to remove one's clothing, the illicit romance of a will-they-won't-they workplace scenario, or complete and utter disregard for the natural laws of space and time. Join your favorite fantasy attorneys for their next case. Dungeons and Drimbus publishes every Friday wherever podcasts are found.